just went silent. Fantastic. That's a really good way, good way to start the, the, program, the podcast. I'm quiet. I'm stealth. So, Am I really here? Are really any of us here? I may be Aiden, but really, do we really have names? Okay. I'm sorry. Thank you. People refer to me as Aiden. <laughs> but then again, they also refer to me as Doofus as well. This is a bookish podcast. When okay, so some context is Brittany never adds what she's annoyed at. She's annoyed at her sound shield and how she places it, how it moves off at an exact point, how she wants it. That's why she's annoyed. This is a bookish podcast. Yeah. I've got a feeling about this week. I think this is my week. So, so, so what this means is this very well could be my week or I could get this totally and utterly wrong and be cancelled. <laughs> cancelled. You want to be cancelled? Well, no one really ever wants to be cancelled. I don't like cancel. That's for quite aggressive. So, anyway, this week, um, we are talking about in a book by an Australian author. Yay, Aussie. Oi, oi, oi. Or reading. Or I finished reading. Um, everyone in my family has killed someone by Benjamin Stephen. Wouldn't it be so awkward? I just realised, like, wouldn't it be so awkward? He actually wasn't Australian. He's, he's, the, so he's like Canadian. For some reason, Australians and Canadians get along very well. Like peas in a pod. But like... No? Wait, so wait, he got the Ned Kelly Award, but Ned Kelly was hung. Like, wh why do you get the Ned Kelly Award if, like, um, what? I think it's a crime what, Ned Kelly? I'm pretty sure he's Australian because on... Are you ignoring me? No, on the Australian website, that's what his profile is, so I'm pretty sure he's Australian. Now, to answer your question, the Ned Kelly... Hang on, I'm sorry, you need to 
my friend was really irritated. Sorry, sorry. Back to your question about the Ned Kelly Award. Um, so the Ned Kelly Award is for crime fiction. So this author won. Oh, sorry, he was shortlisted. Sorry, that's a that's a slow. Um, he was shortlisted for the Ned Kelly Award for best debut crime fiction. So, I'm pretty sure he's Australian. Wait, so do you get the Ned Kelly Award if you're hung? Is that what you... No, I just... Well, no. But, like, that's what happened with Ned Kelly. Like, he got hung. No, Aiden. It, it's... It's like a metaphor, for, for lack of a better word. For being hung. Because he's a very well-known crime figure in... in um. That man had a, had a bad demise. Like... He's a very well-known crime figure. So... It's a is it symbolic of tragedy tra- tragedy or life lesson? <laughs> <laughs> Did not mean to any offense to anyone that got the Frankenstein Award. We think you you may be awesome people. No, no okay. Um, so Brittany made offense. I like cuddles. And I like a, an, a co-host that is paying attention. Like, I, I, I ask really groundbreaking questions. Mm-hmm. I, like, I'm, this week I'm groundbreaking. Every other week I'm just f- funny as all heaven. Is that so? Right, my role has come. Roll and then get your role to get up, roll. <laughs> I meant that. We all just need to sit on the floor from time to time and just to become grounded. Um, there's something in the way. There's a water bottle in the way. Um, I don't want to get up. Um, could you, like, push it out of the way? That was my, that was my Elkhorn. <laughs> so, oh, viewers, just bear with us. We're just going to throw something at it to get it to. Oh my God, Aiden. That's, yeah. That goes at the, oh my God, he just got 
Okay, what about a shoe? I'm just going to throw a shoe. Don't throw a shoe at my screen. Um, also, that's my work shoe. I need that. Um, what can we use? That's, um, this is pure laziness, I understand, but it's been a huge week. Um, Brittany got it. Yay. It only took two attempts, but that's okay. Now, my job, which is a hard one. I start by looking at the cover. It is mostly white with what looks to be etchings in the background of like vines. What's 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 the grayish um, font on the white but in the background? That that. So you got you got the white background. Are you talking about like these? No. So in the so on the corners. Oh, like this? Yeah. Uh, I. I thought they were vines. Oh, okay. Ah. Oh, okay. Yes. Can we start again? No. Oh, okay. Can we cut that a bit out? Me asking to start again? No. Can we please edit? Can you just go, you goose? Oh, really? Aiden. I wanted to sound epic. This is not epic at all. <laughs> well, no masterpiece is 100% perfect. So, yes, yeah, so we have a white black background. And then we have this greyish structure bordering the page now a clue to what this grayness is a literal smoking gun before we get to the smoking gun however we need to address the elephant in the room which is a pigeon with a medal <laughs> and it has its paw on a knife Claw, foot, hand, whatever. It's all the same thing to a bird. This, before I get to what I think the story is about, I think this is a life lesson. If you see a bird with a metal with its claw on a knife, run the other way. Now, what I think this story is about, and going off the design aspects of the front page, I believe... With this, everyone in my family has killed someone. So, this leads me to believe this is of some form of horror genre. Now, I've got no godly, worldly idea as to what this pigeon has to do with a family of murderers, but we are on an adventure tonight as you drift away to sleep. Ha, 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 ha. But it emphasizes the word kill with a reddish font, which to me further instills this is a murder genre. This is not philosophical, it is being literal.
I really love how it's got this family tree-like structure in the background. And I believe this family tree represents that people have been killing people for a while in this family. And the family should, probably should get a new hobby. Furthermore, this story is written by Benjamin Stevenson. And this podcast marks the very first time when I got an author's name 100% correct. It reads as the title, well, no, what would it be? It reads as a, rev- a honest review, utterly original, hugely entertaining, and a must-read for every fan in the mystery genre. Actually, <laughs> uh, I changed my thought <laughs> process here. I believe there is murder involved, but it goes deeper. I guess from that, I I think that's what the story would be, a murder mystery. And with a family of a tree that's been killing for a while, but for no godly reason. I don't I have no idea why there's a pigeon with a metal <laughs> standing on a knife. I've got absolutely um, no clue. Every murder has a pigeon? God. <laughs> Didn't you know? They're just the most absurd creature, pigeons. But <laughs> let's not talk about my head of pigeons. Um, let's. Like, why do you hate pigeons? Is that actually a thing? Do you actually hate pigeons? I was defecated on my face as a child by a pigeon. Oh, sorry, I should laugh. Oh, that's right. And since then, there's been a deep charm, trauma of pigeons. pigeons. So, no. When I see a pigeon with a metal around its neck and a knife. <laughs> it was because it pooped on you as a kid. <laughs> and it's back for revenge. <laughs> it's, it's tasted blood and it wants more. So, I think that's, um, I think that's the story. I'm not too sure how close I got. Brittany, how close did I get? You don't want to mention the, like, the letters that are, so, oh, sorry, you said the knife. In the garden, what about this one in everyone that you didn't mention? What? There's a picture in the word everyone that you didn't mention. Oh, yes. And there is a um, smoking gun. No, no, no. We did that one in family. In the word everyone. In the coffin. Oh. Wait, I found something that you didn't? Yes. No, you did find something that... This is exciting. Hmm. Yeah, no. Normally my attention span's really, really good. Does that change or shift your thought about what this book is about? I was going to say what this podcast about. Oh, my God. No, it more links to my original theory that this family have been doing it for a while. And if there's a casket, normally there's a couple of killings when they start to display caskets to emphasize the amount of people that are dead and not to go through and waste money on makeup with going through and showing a room full of dead people lying on the floor. So I think... Or like they've ganged up and killed people, or like what? What are you? What are your vibes? What are you thinking has happened there? I'm not too sure. I think 
every the way this story is, and the way th- this timeline and the background is, and it looks like the family tree have killed people, and it looks like almost like ev- everyone in my family has killed someone. So that means the whole family tree has kids killed someone. So that probably means maybe it's a cult, and to be part of the cult, you need to kill someone in order to become a member of the cult and survive and be prosperous and um, prospire with a prosper throughout your life. Um, so that's likely what what it is. Um, but no. Um, I feel like I shouldn't have asked because I feel like you were so close. Like You had more of it right before you started panning. Oh, okay. So, so what did I get right then? So, let me... I'll read the, um... The thing. Okay. Everyone in my family has killed someone. Some of us, the high achievers, have killed more than once. Not trying to be dramatic, it's just the truth. Some of you, ugh, some of us are good, others are bad, and some of us are just unfortunate. I'm Ernest Cunningham. Freaking hell! I'm Ernest Cunningham. Call me Ern or Ernie. I wish I'd killed whoever had decided our family reunion should be at a ski resort, but it's a little more complicated than that. Have I killed someone? Yes, I have. Who was it? Let's get started. Everyone in my family has killed someone. My brother, my stepsister, my wife, my father, my mother, my sister-in-law, my uncle, my stepfather, my aunt, me. So that's that's the blurb. I'm probably going to skip it. Right. No. Okay. So, um... Yeah, so, I mean... Usually I, I tell you the genre, but it says that it's mystery genre right there, so I'm not going to do that. Okay, so um, I was this is the very first episode where I've gotten everything pretty much right in the first go. Yeah, I mean you, I mean you couldn't have picked location from here, which is why I didn't ask you where, like where you felt it was set, because this gives you absolutely no clue. <laughs> like there's nothing here where you go, yeah, I can understand where that, like I can see where that would be located. You can tell potentially the error. It's certainly not from a current error. Well, actually, it, it is. Oh, really? But, yeah. Because um, the wording is all symbolic of what it used to be in old times yeah. in terms of the um, format of the words. And then you have the gun, which is a revolver, which... Obviously, we have revolvers nowadays, but it's used to be very prevalent during the um, Western era. Yeah, so this book takes a lot, a lot of inspiration from like old timey um, detective novels, so like um, Sherlock Holmes, um, Agatha Christie. You know, like classic detective novels. Um, it kind of, it, like, even the story starts by framing, um, like, the ten rules that every mystery must follow, and he, as much as possible, follows that. So, um, that's pro- 
Um, but yeah, so it's set in a set. It's set in a, at an Australian ski resort. Um, like it doesn't fit. Like obviously everything is fictionalized, but like if I had to guess, it's very strongly set up, set up and set out to be quite like um like your parishes and your threadbows, whereas mm. um, where they're staying is kind of in a more secluded cabin thing. Mm. Um, so, yeah, so the whole family is getting together. I, I'm not going to, like, say why why they're all up there because it, um, it, it that's kind of, not a spoiler, but it kind of starts to unravel things if I kind of go into too much detail, but... Yeah, basically you find out that, yes, everyone in his family has killed someone in one way or another. As, as the blurb says, you know, some of them are just unfortunate. Some of them, not, not so much. Some of them have done it on purpose. Um, so, yeah. Um, it, it was a really good book, and I had a really, really clear like character voice hmm. so like it um like the way that that blurb's written is like pretty much how the whole story's written like it's got a very very clear character voice it's just really fun and you know quite funny for like you know there being murders and stuff um because obviously not like this this book goes to, like Obviously, not all the murders happened on this one, like, one weekend. There's stuff happening in the current, and there's stuff happening in the past as well. Mm. So, yeah. Wow. Right. No. Well, no, that's quite interesting. That's actually a book I would read. Yeah, I actually think you would have really liked this book. Because um, it has to be sort of fast-paced, otherwise I get bored. Yeah, I mean... It didn't take me very long to finish it. I I just kind of, yeah, I really enjoyed it, so I just kind of kept pushing through. Um, I will explain The Pigeon, though, because mm-hmm. I feel like that will help. Yeah, well, explain The Pigeon. Um, so in the place that they're staying, there is a library, and in the library there is a stuffed pigeon, mm-hmm. and there is a medal next to it. And the main character asks the owner of, of the establishment, he's like, what, what's this about? And basically, her, the owner of the establishment, her grandfather, trained pigeons in world, one of the world wars to fly, um, to fly encoded messages over enemy, enemy lines. And this particular pigeon, which it is named in the book, I just can't remember what the name is, um, it wins an award for for its service. And so that is why there is a pigeon wearing a medal on the front cover. Wow. Okay, yeah, no, I would definitely never pick that from the front <laughs> you cover. You didn't immediately go to um, War Hero Pigeon? Traditionally, carrier pigeons were used throughout the, that war, so... But no, I'm more traumatized by my pigeon experience to think past that. Fair enough. Fair enough. Still thinking about yeah, getting getting shot on. Hmm. That's a good time for you. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. 
No, I was very upset. I, I think I ran to my dad at the time. It was like, it was out at um, New Farm Park. We um, we used to do those Christmas parties every year, part of his work. And yeah, just this one year when I was a kid, we were all playing the gun, the this, this the 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 playground, and you know, I um, I got shot on. I, I, it took me three showers to become clean again. It took forever. Pigeon poo is very smelly. It's like an unwell pigeon. It wasn't even like a healthy pigeon. That thing was eating junk food. <laughs> Whatever the equivalent of junk food is for a cat. Oh, no. A, a, a cat? A, for a bird. Think like Mexican. Like he's just been sitting outside a Mexican restaurant. He's been eating too much Taco Bell. Yes. Something like that. So again, we are um, looking at a photo on the screen. Um, I will eventually get through all my library books one of these days. Um, today is not the day, but we'll get there. Um, and then we'll start picking off my shelf. Which she needs to make a dent on. Because now, you now I owe Brittany 100 books, yes. I am, yeah, no, we're not going to tell you why. It's like, so, so now that people have heard the story about how Aiden, like, owes me books, um, other people have, like, held, kind of held you accountable to the books tally as well, so it's, like, not even me anymore, it's, like, other people are just, like, Aiden, you're up to 100 books, you're, like, oh, good. That sucks, because this is so expensive. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. like. Well, again, it's not yeah. like it's 100 books tomorrow. Yeah, no, this is, like, before you die. Like, this is, oh, so like, this, this is, like, 100 books I've got to buy. So that's fine. If I spread that out of the course of our lives, then I've got time. Okay, like, I feel like that's a little dramatic. Like, I do have a Kindle. We can use the Kindle. Yeah, but... That like, will get you to 100 books a lot quicker, because they're a lot cheaper. But, like, if I go to, like, let's say, the wholesale books, like, book, bookstores that are closing down... You can buy book boxes for um, 20 bucks and you can get like 30 books in the box. That's how I think I'm going to get around that rule. I've yeah, but like I've got to pick the books. We didn't actually include that in the deal. I'm not going to read your crappy books that you don't let me choose. You don't have to read them. I just have to get you No, I have to want to read them. This, There's no point. Why would you spend your money on that? This, ladies and gentlemen, is the art of actually creating a really good deal. Otherwise, others would just create terms and conditions around it to get to that goal quicker. Wouldn't it be so funny if you like had been like, oh, I've got this book box, and I'm like, oh, I already just, I just dropped a like, I just dropped um bought all the books that were on my wish list that made Amazon. So now I have a hundred. Oh my god. <laughs> no. I would be so upset that you bought 200 books. No, but you bought 100. Oh no. Then I bought 100. But 
but we are of the same income. <laughs> yes, too. So there would be the same. It would still be one hundred percent of the expense. Actually, what we'll do, we'll actually go through and put Brittany's wish list on Book Talk. And if anyone wants to go through and hear a review from of one of those particular books, if anyone wants to hear a book review of that book, they can go through and organise it, and we will do a Book Talk of it. You just need to seriously lemon water. But yeah, we'll we'll organise that, and then in that case here, then that's a way that some people can help me out with this hundred books. <laughs> Wait, so hang on, you're soliciting help for your punishment. One hundred percent. Hey, it's not how I. It's not. It's not how I get you the hundred books. It's that I get you a hundred books. It's so I don't necessarily have to pay for them. I can advocate for other people to buy them. Oh my god! That's how you think around the problem. We had a late night tonight. So I think probably should sign off of that here. I think so too. Highly recommend this book. Highly, highly. If you love deck art, decorating, if you love detective novels, if you like a little bit of mystery. Do you want to do a mini episode on this? Do you want to? I mean, I want to find out a bit more about it. Okay, we, we can definitely do um, We'll do another mini episode. Where, um, because we're going to do a mini episode for every book you have 5 out of 5. Okay. Just the ones that are 5 out of 5? Yeah. Okay. Um, it's gotten to a point now where I'm about 
Yep, so we've just done, I want to make sure I just check everyone, one, two, three, four, and I'm reading the fifth book. So we're a fair bit ahead, or I'm a fair bit ahead, so sometimes it takes a minute to kind of circle back. Mm. Um, but next week is sometimes I lie, by, oh, not next week, but like next episode is Sometimes I Lie by Alice Feeney. And this one is has been hugely recommended, hugely, is very, very everywhere. So it'll be interesting to see what Amy comes up with next for us. And we'll see. Alrighty. Are you having a sign off Yes. Have a great night, everyone. And be safe. Be safe. Read books. Judge Re- their covers. Judge, their c- judge everyone's cover. Also, Just did anyone notice? through a whole episode without you mentioning book hammers. All right, everyone. See you later. Goodbye. Book hammer. <laughs>